but like girls can sense your pheromones if you're on no fab like they're a little yeah, more okay. attractive learned, like, good energy i learned this in psychology pheromones aren't necessarily like a proof thing like it's just not Limitless is a movie starring Bradley Cooper that came out in 2011. It follows a character named Eddie Mora who is sure that he has no future and that all changes when his friend comes over and he gives him this drug called NZT48 and it's a nootropic that gives him an enhanced mental acuity. So a lot of people say that you use around 40% of your brain on average or like the average person uses that much of his brain but when you're given a nootropic, which in this case is NZT48, it goes up to 100%. So you're using the full mental capacity of your brain. And it's just interesting to see how Eddie develops in this film as without the pill, without the pill, his life seems really miserable. It's really gloomy. It's really dark. And it just seems that he has no willpower, no urge, or just no discipline or no motivation to do anything. But with this pill, he it, it sees him rise the ranks. It sees it sees that he views the world in more of a an upbeat way, an optimistic and glowy way. It's like if you have ever seen the movie, if you ever seen the TV series Thirteen Reasons Why, like when Hannah Baker is alive, everything seems so like yellow and colorful. But when she is dead, it, everything like the whole atmosphere is like really dark and gray and gloomy and that's exactly what limitless and like what their creators of the movie did with the atmosphere so you know i know devin has something to say about this this 40 percent rule or this 40 percent statistic so let's get into it it's not now, true that is true no it's not true bro look up. that's not true you you know you use 40 percent of your brain like the average person literally uses 40 percent of their brain bro where did you get the statistic from like everywhere Bro, like, I took I've seen in, this like countless times throughout my AP life. Psychology? Did Bradley Cooper take AP Psychology? Well, okay. Yes, he I did. He graduated care. from Georgetown. Okay, well, I don't care. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, okay, so the brain, it helps you. Like, if you use 100% of your brain's capacity, you use that to improve your life. So it, it shows him going through all these, like, really insane situations because just having full access to your brain, he was able to himself out of difficult situations he was able to escape from the police like do certain things like that and it just made his life better in every single way possible so like Devin, do, do you feel like you use your whole brain every single day i'm pretty sure i know i do because it's like science you know no, it's literally 40 it's 40 percent it's not 40 percent. it's literally 40 oh, where are you getting this number 40 percent from because I've, I literally, dude, I've seen this countless times throughout my life, and I'm pretty sure. How, okay, let's see. What percent of your brain do you? Dude, are you actually typing this out right now? Yes. Okay. Sim fMRI. You know what fMRI is? No, I have no idea. Okay. See, exactly. That's why you need to take AP Psychology, bro. I am. I'm taking it next year. Okay. Good. Good boy. Good boy. All right. <laughs> fMRI just kind of shows. Well, okay. The actual validity of fMRI is being like questioned, sort of. But it says here that it shows that even simple activities, it literally bolded, requires almost all of the brain to be active. There you go. It's on, med it's on medical news today. Well, medical news today is wrong, okay? What do you mean medical news? It, it's, it's wrong, okay? <laughs> Why? Dude, I don't know. Like, 
YouTubers have actually done like stuff about this. Like you know, better ideas, Captain Sinbad, like those guys, like okay. that are all in the self improvement realm. They've literally like, done like things about this, and it, and it's really cool because certain ways that you achieve being limitless, like without the pill, without that nootropic. Is that insane? Okay, yeah. See, there's a better topic instead of this like twenty percent of the brain, forty whatever. No, it like it, dude. It's true, like I'm telling you. It's oh, true. okay. <laughs> it's forty percent, right? Enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But anyway, no, there are, like, certain ways that you can get your brain to, like, have more energy. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you have more glow to it. Can you, can you Can you elaborate further, please? Yeah, like, for example, like, there, there are a lot of things you can do to achieve being limitless. Because, you know, if you really want to achieve something, then you that fire in you to lighten up and you don't really need a pill for it to give you that the discipline the courage like everything that you know that your brain is accustomed to things like that right so there are a lot of things you can do such as like cold showers man like you ever take a cold shower dude like, oh my god only by accident only by accident dude that shit's so bad <laughs> you took a cold shower by accident i think one time i was like hella groggy and so i just like kind of turned on the shower and like didn't turn it up all the way. And so I just, like, stepped in. And I was, like, waiting for the water to warm up. And, like, my whole body just, like, I just, like, stood up straight. Like, that shit was bad. There's, like, a science behind this that if you do cold showers, it improves your skin. Your skin. Like, let's say you have acne and stuff. Yeah, it like. literally, like, removes your acne and stuff. No, cold, cold showers do actually have a lot of benefits. Um, no, I it was, literally like, makes you thinner, too. Like, if you're on, like, weight loss or something. Like, I, I don't know about all that. No, it really yeah. helps you lose weight. Like, there's a chemical, like, released in your body or something. I don't know what it's called, but, like, it's really cool. It could, yeah. It says, you know, it helps increase circulation. It says reduce soreness post-workout. You know, it's, like, it's got a lot of stuff, Um, you know, a lot of benefits. No, and... I really like, no, I, I literally, like, take these, like, consistently. I take these every day. And then whenever you come out of the shower, you just, you just feel, like, leaner. You know what I mean? I mean, no. But, like... You know, it also says, like, it helps wake you up probably more than a warm shower would. Because, you know, you cold water would just shock you. So well, yeah, like, when you're when you're pulling an all-nighter and stuff, a lot of people say, like, you take a cold shower, it's going to wake you up. Like, you literally... I, why? I'm not sure. Yeah. That makes sense, though. I can see why people would do that. And I think... Yeah. It's more of a mental thing to start. It has all these benefits, but it doesn't obviously, like, feel very good. So, you know, it's a mental thing, I think. It doesn't help you feel good, really? No, like, I'm saying, like... Like, if you just ask someone random, like, would you rather take a hot shower or a cold shower? They'd probably say a hot shower. But cold shower is, you know, all the I'd rather benefits. take a cold shower, but I don't like hot showers. Really? Yeah, because, like, they're just, they, you know what I mean? Like, I, mean, I do hot- not, I, I do not take, like, really steamy hot showers. I feel like that's so uncomfortable. Okay, no, if it's too hot, then you can have, like, skin irritation and stuff. But hot showers have their own benefits, but cold showers, you know, they're less preferable, I think, but they probably have different a different set of benefits that'll help you no, out. No, dude, like I remember sophomore year, like I got a skin condition called like dermatographia or something because like I it's due to like literally chronic stress, like it was just that bad. So I literally no because like my head would like itch like crazy, right? And I thought I had like lice and stuff. So like I would always take these steaming hot showers because oh, I thought it was like gonna burn like the freaking like skin condition. Like because like, this oh, is before what? I even. Knew I had this skin condition. <laughs> so what, what ended up happening was that, like, when, like, because my skin's so sensitive because of the skin condition, it would literally, like, get rashy and stuff, like, after. Like, 
Dude, it, it had the opposite effect of, and I, I kept doing those every day because I didn't know any better. It was like crazy. Nah, hot showers too, like too much hot water is gonna make your skin all like itchy and shit. You don't want that. Yeah, I guess, I guess, man. I guess, <laughs> I guess true. Yes, Evan, you are correct. Yeah, but the thing is, like, even Goggins, man, like, he even he he advocates for hot shower, for cold showers because you, you gotta yeah. do something that sucks every day, man. You hear him, right? Yeah. No, this it's good. It's good, people. You know, if you want something new, definitely go try cold showers for sure. Yeah, honestly, and also like it apparently like this is for dudes, but like cold showers helps with no fat too, man. Like, what are your opinions on, on no fat? Like, that's Bro, I knew you were gonna ask me this, <laughs> dude. Whatever. We never talked about this. I I literally gotta hear. Dude, my opinion is whatever you like it to be. Whatever. What? <laughs> I don't know. It's whatever, you know. What do you mean? Whatever you like it to be. It's just it's like a cold shower. Like you know, it's something new. If it's if you see a benefit in it, if you see a benefit in doing it for yourself, then you know by all. You means. don't see benefits in doing no fab, really. No, I'm if you if that's something that would help you out personally, then I would go for well, it. Well, personally, Devin. Bro, what is this question? I'm not answering these questions. Yes, you got to answer the question, man. Bro, I'm not answering these. Questions. Why not? <laughs> Dude, what? All right, I'll, I'll ask you the same question. Okay, yeah, I'm on no fab, bro. All right, that's nice. <laughs> Fuck is this? <laughs> bro, why are you being so weird about this, man? This is like a thing. Dude, that you're like, yeah, yeah but like, not on the pod, bro. Yeah, like, okay, we gotta what? cut. Like, okay, okay. Legit, uh, dude, no fat. Like, the thing, like, a lot of people do it, man. It's like AP, like, I either read this argumentative essay in, like, AP Lang, bro. Like, and then it was about how comedians, they're, they, like, have a, like, a really big purpose in society because they're able to say things that other people can't, right? Like, you ever hear, like, Andrew Schultz and he's always, he, like, there was a video of him saying how Squid Game is racist because uh, of all, all the look on all the Koreans' faces when on the first game, red light, green light, and then they were all scared because half of them had never stopped at a red light before. <laughs> so I was saying, like, how yeah, comedians can, they, they show a big part in society. They contribute a lot because they're able to say things that others can't say, right? Like, comedians yeah. can make some racist, homophobic jokes sometimes, and it doesn't matter. Like, people don't take it lightly because they're comedians. Unless you're yeah. Dave Chappelle and get attacked on stage, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, the thing is, is that, like, just relating this back into... What was I even going to say? Like, I I had like, a relationship into... no. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I said that because of that, like, comedians are have brought light to issues. Like, you know, like, how sometimes you think you're the only one going through something, but it turns out a lot of other people are going through the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, t- I literally talked about NoFab in my essay, bro. Like, did you know there's, like, Reddit forums for this stuff? Dude, there's a Reddit forum for everything. There was a, there's literally a NoFab Reddit forum. It has, like, 2 million users. Jesus. Like, bro, like, it's a whole thing. No, there's, a, like, a whole community, and then they have, like, a fucking website, and, then, like, you can have, like, support calls and stuff. Like, group support calls. <laughs> that crazy not really i kind of expected that it's a bit it's a pretty big thing yeah it is Dude. what do you think of no fat like what do you think like you can't just give me some vague interview response right now i did no i told you if you if it benefits you it benefits you and like you know it's like cold showers like it might suck but like you know if you know if you're doing it to better yourself then i'm all for it i don't know if you know but like all these like a lot of self-improvement material it around it literally revolves around a couple of things it revolves around cold showers no fat meditation this is like guys self-improvement though like this is like dude like 90 percent of the people who watch this podcast are guys okay but like still they're in their 20s and 30s and i feel like this is such an important topic for guys I was going to talk about, like, let's say you have a long streak and then, like, shit, you're back on day one, right? Like, 
if you're on day one, it feels that like I don't know. For me personally, I know I feel like I lose confidence. Like I feel like I'm more closed off. I guess. Like I don't know. That's just the effect it has on me, and it's not even placebo. It's just how it is. You know what I mean? Like you ever get that? Like a lot of people think it's placebo and stuff. Like all the benefits, things like that. But it's not. It's literally not. It's like it's an actual thing. Yeah. So like it as you go, like as you keep going, like there's literally a timeline for this stuff. Is that insane? Like day one is the easiest day two to through day two through four is kind of hard day five through seven like it starts getting really hard and then uh like the the second week and the third week is like really really hard but if you push through those the first three weeks like you're in the clear and then you hit flatline where you basically like doubt your existence and then you start getting headaches and shit like because of your withdrawal symptoms like it's insane really yeah it's it really dude like i feel like there there are certain things in society that you just that really you don't really like a lot of people don't talk about you know what i mean like and i feel like this is something that a lot of people do not really talk about you know because it's kind of like a shameful thing you know what i mean like not a lot of people are going to admit to something like this you like you ever you ever think that yeah yeah it's like an underlying issue in society so to say but because of how easily that everyone's able to access the internet these days right it's like you're you're one click away mm-hmm. and then yeah. i don't know dude, like a lot of people like struggle with this stuff like that's why they would dedicate a whole month <laughs> yeah. yeah so dude honestly there's legit like on these forums on these support groups they literally like people go through their own experiences there you know there's different modes for this stuff like a lot of youtubers even talk about this it's crazy dude different modes yeah, like, it's easy mode and hard mode. Like, hard mode is, like, you abstain from everything. You abstain like- from, like, you, you don't even, you can't, like, watch anything at all. You can't, you can't do anything while easy, and you, like, you abstain from, like, sex as well like, in hard mode. But in easy mode, it's, like, you can trouble, and it is. Like, a lot of their, right, they, they lose motivation. They lose their 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 willpower that they gained when they were on nofap and then did you hear about like that whole like pheromone thing like you know what that is pheromone i learned no but like it's a lot of the guys like the legit like when they're on nofap for 90 days like that's the reset period like once they pass that it's like every single week is that you get more attraction i guess because your your skin is better like you're glowing like you because a lot of people know that they like develop better habits they start having a daily routine that they stick to they start meditating cold showers everything self-improvement they start losing their nervousness around other people they're able to talk to anyone new and they're not as closed off from the rest of the world right like you ever you know like you do you ever have that feeling um what what do you mean like where you know if you if you abstain from something like that for a long time because the images are just so graphic right that you you just start to better yourself in every way possible. Like when people start to, you know, people don't know like what it is about you, but they sense something's different. They sense that you have more of a glow. And there have even been motivational videos based off the movie Limitless about this. Is that insane? I mean, okay. So what was your question? No, like that's the, uh, like you ever, do you ever feel that you have more confidence? Like you have more energy, you have more like this and that, like when you're on something. Like when I would be on something like this? Yeah. And it's just like, it's literally like a, uh, a non-pill nootropic. Like this is like one of the things a lot of YouTube video about limitless without the pill. Like this is what they talk about. Yeah. I mean, I assume like, you know, if you're doing something like cold showers, for example, right. And you're just like, you know, uh, you're doing it. And then because of that, like, it's a good habit. So then you start to develop other good habits. And I think people would notice. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's I feel like when you're doing something like this, it literally builds so much discipline within you because it takes a lot of self-control to be able to deal with something like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, meditation actually thickens, like, the prefrontal cortex of your brain. The what? Prefrontal cortex. I don't know what that is. Just, like, the front part of your brain. It's oh, like really? It's, it's, like, involved in, like, higher order, like, thinking and all that stuff. Dude, I'm, no, meditation is actually, it's so, I don't know, it's, it's like taking a warm bath. What That's is what that? meditation is. You know what I mean? Like, when you're just sitting in a warm bath, and it's just silent everywhere, and then you're just, you're contemplating life. It's like, it's like ceiling thoughts, but in water. You know what I mean? You don't even have to be in water to do meditation, though. Dude, I don't know. You ever hear of Iman Godzi? No, I, actually, maybe. He's a YouTuber. He dropped out at 16 years old, and then he became a multimillionaire at 21 on SMM. No, I haven't heard of him. Yeah, so what he did, right, like, he would stick to this routine in high school. Like, this was, like, around the time he dropped out. So he was on self-improvement from the ages of, like, around 14 to 21. And he talked about how, like, besides, like, doing all these habits such as no fab, cold showers, reading week, meditation, and things like that, like, when he would meditate, during like he, he said he was like a really big loner throughout high school so when during lunch and stuff like when they would have a 30 minute lunch break at school or an hour lunch break at school i forgot what it was because he lives in england but he would literally meditate in the bathrooms during lunch every single day because that was all part of his routine is that crazy that's cool that's actually that's pretty not, like i'm like like that's like that's pretty cool though like just him being willing enough to do that Every day? Yeah, he literally, no, he would do it every single day. He said he was averaging three to four hours of sleep a night because he was working on his businesses. He was trying to, like, he had a really bad home situation growing up. He was, like, abused, things like that. And just doing all these habits. Like, he talks about that if you establish the fundamentals, just being able to improve your life in just certain ways, like where you're hitting the gym every day or you're, let's say, how do I say this? Like you're hitting the gym every day. You're doing these cold showers. You you're doing you're you're establishing your career. You're building your business. You're you're getting more confident. You're figuring out your mental health issues. You're on all of these self improvement things. Just learning all these fundamentals. That's the beginning step you need to take yourself to the next level. And then when you take yourself to the next level, that's when you start achieving the success he achieved. Is that interesting? Yeah, it makes sense too. Especially because, like, you know, you don't know how, like, conscientious you have to be in order to actually want to meditate for 30 minutes a day. I mean, for him, I bet it was helping him out a ton then. Yeah, I don't – honestly, but do you realize, like, when you're on self-improvement, like, you you don't really – I guess you're more alone in a way. You know what I mean? Like, you spend a lot of time alone. Well, it's because you're focusing more on yourself. So, I guess, naturally, like, that's what would happen, you know? Yeah, I guess. It's just – Man, what do you think of that, man? Like, would you meditate in the bathroom for lunch every single day? Not our bathrooms. Our bathrooms don't, like, smell the best. <laughs> like, like, go outside or something. But, I mean, look, it's a good idea. Especially for, like, him and, like, what his, I guess, like, what, you know, what you described he was going through. That seems like it could only be beneficial. Have you, do you meditate a lot yourself? Uh, I don't meditate a lot, actually. I mean, I probably should. But I don't really med- I mean, I've meditated before. Um, I personally, like, I'm someone who, like, I have, like, a tough time, like, staying focused on, like, doing whatever, time, sometimes. So, like, meditational things where I feel like I'd have to be, like, in the mood to meditate. I had to be, like, really into it. 
and then I'd be able to meditate. Yo, we should make that the thumbnail, man. Can you send me a picture of you meditating? Meditating? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but honestly, dude, I feel like meditation is just, I don't know. It's one of those things that really, like, and I guess it's just something, you know, people say the gym is something that is, you know, some people say the gym is like therapy to them. It's the rest of the world and then you're just focusing on yourself. And then, like, yeah. you're dealing with everything in your life, and you can put all that into the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like you can do that in meditation as well. I feel like it's just yeah, an no. escape from reality, I guess. And yeah. you're just going into your own world. And it is, it, that's just so calming. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And it might even help you become smarter. Who knows? If it, really? Pre- that's what I said. It, they can, the prefrontal cortex of your brain, like, it was prolonged. Meditation you know? helps you get smarter. Maybe I don't know. I'm not saying any forty percent brains type stuff, you know. <laughs> like, I'll look it up right now. Hmm. Okay, so I guess the next thing that you can really do to achieve being limitless is having a daily routine. I know it sounds like cliche, but just re- being able to reorient your life in every single way possible. And then you know, like you ever, Devin, you ever hear about like Elon Musk? He he sets his day up in, I guess time blocks so a specific time block goes a certain thing like he literally would do like five minute time blocks so that every single minute of his day was productive yeah time blocking is very effective actually oh yeah okay. time blocking yeah i do i just googled this up it says uh participants who meditated showed an average gain of an iq of uh 23 that's really crazy dude yeah this is Deep meditation slows down brain activity, so the brain increases its ability to reorganize itself, and so it's going to improve itself. Mm. So you have to deep meditate. It takes practice. It definitely does. I don't, you know, I don't really meditate, but I, I feel like meditating is just uh, when I do, it's it's really calming. It's it's really, I guess you forget about your 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 problems. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Meditation is something good you can do for your brain. It's like learning a new language. And learn to do something good for your brain. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think about the daily routine, man? Do you have Do you have a daily routine that you stick to? Uh, I do. Typically, I mean, like it kind of sh- like shifts based on like what's happening that day. But like in school, my routine was pretty pretty standard, especially it's during sports season. It was pretty standard, and then uh, now it's like it's a lot more lax, but it's still like pretty standard. Like I I still have stuff that I'm doing every day to try and achieve whatever I want to achieve. So it's that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I feel that when you implement like each of these like four things you talk about or like that we've talked about, it's it's kind of relating to atomic habits. Like when you're aiming for one percent better results, because like when you're making a schedule and sticking it to it, you're you're creating consistency, and that yeah. is just commitment and consistency. That like that's the equation that equals to success, right? Exactly. Correct. Are you okay? Yeah. Why? You sound hella monotone today. I think I just talk like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I am. Mm-hmm. Cutting out toxic people. <laughs> so how do you how do you feel about that, man? How do you feel about that? Yeah, bro. You always got to cut out toxic people. <laughs> get rid of all of them have there been a lot of toxic people in your life Devin? uh not really 
I think I've been pretty pretty uh, fortunate in that regard. You know, I haven't really had to do much of that, but it happens occasionally. And so, so you what know, do you do? How do you deal with that? Just like I think the best thing to do is just like talk about your situation with someone that you trust. I feel like even if like they, they don't really have like or even if they can't really input much, they'll still be able to input something. And even then, it's just like better to just like dump all your feelings out, essentially. I just I don't know. I just feel like it helps. It helps a lot of people. Um, and then, yeah, you know, just like there's no point in having them there. If they're not if you can't really like if they're just like using you or like if they're just like dragging you down and like not helping you in any way, like there, you know, there's no value to your friendship and there's no point in keeping them in your life, to be honest. Yeah, like, you, you know how we mentioned you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with? Like every yeah. episode? <laughs> yeah, so honestly, if I guess if people are not not elevating you, but they're bringing you down, then I feel like it's, it's you have to let people go. If that makes sense. Exactly. Correct. You should. Like, you ever hear about that thing in relationships? Like, you don't want, you don't want a girl that is going to define your life. You want someone that's going to elevate your life. That makes sense. I feel like that's true for anybody. Like, you should always be trying to, like, better each other. Yeah, but they just, they get into relationships because they're lonely. Like, it's not, it's not really that they want a relationship just to fill, like, an empty space in their life. Like, you ever hear of Alex Eubanks, like, testimonial about this? No, I think I've heard of Alex Eubank, but I I don't remember. He's, like, a fitness influencer in bodybuilding. Maybe. I think it sounds familiar now. Yeah, yeah, so he talks about, he like, he created this whole, like, 30-minute life story video, and then he talks about how, it w- throughout his childhood, he was, like, he was, like, a loner. He didn't really have a specific friend group, so he felt like he was an outcast throughout most of high school, and because he didn't really have that, like, really good friend group, he didn't have those specific friends, like, he was in and out, like, let's say if one friend group was having, was doing something, like, he would always be, the, like, the last person invited, so to deal with that, just deal with this, like, loneliness he had in his, he would legit just get have a girlfriend every single time so like, let's say he had a girlfriend for six months they broke up a week later he had another girlfriend he was to fill this empty void in his life and he said that getting into relationships because you're lonely it made yourself it makes you mo- more vulnerable and when you're more vulnerable you get hurt so how do you feel about that man like do you feel that it's you like is it better to be alone or is it better to be in a relationship that's toxic? Like what? I mean, definitely better to be alone, but I'd say find like, find like one friend you can just like talk to. And then that'll be like, well, what if you don't have that? Like what if, what if someone doesn't have that? Like, what are you going to do? I mean, you're probably better off doing whatever the alternatives and being in a bad relationship. You know, I was talking to this girl at the library, like, the other week or so, and then, you know, she put it perfectly, man. She literally said there's a difference between being alone and feeling alone. Is that crazy? Like, that's deep. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. What, what do you think about if becoming, like, you know, someone that's more cold? You know what I mean? Cold? Like, cold Yeah, heart- like, you're, you're cold-hearted. I mean... A lot of people in vulnerable situations, like, where they end up getting hurt and stuff... They become cold-hearted. They because they're so angry, and they feel like the best thing they can do is bottle it up, and then just becoming cold-hearted. You're not. You don't. You're. You're less liable to get yourself hurt, and then that way, like nothing affects you, and you're you're able to get over things really easily. Like, what do you think about that? 
Is be, that a good thing or is it a bad thing? It can be both. I think there's situations where you should be more cold hearted, but like you shouldn't necessarily be like always cold hearted because then you're kind of you're gonna kind of like screw everyone over and like nobody's gonna want even want to be around you at that point. But like you know, I think instead of being cold hearted, I think it's more about like being ambitious and like controlling that ambition. Yeah, you ever hear what Jordan Peterson said about this? Like on it. Well. He said he says that you know people think you can be weak, docile, someone who's like a pacifist, but he says that instead you should be a monster. You should be you'd be someone that's really, really ambitious and then learn how to control it. And once you learn how to control it, you realize that it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. That crazy? Yeah, I've heard I've heard that quote. I've heard him say that before. And like, I mean, I agree. Like in that sense, it makes it makes more sense to learn how to be ambitious and then you know, control it and use it to your benefit. And then, you know, that way you won't really ever get screwed over that much. That like you sense. ever go through like difficult trials in life and then it's not, it's not that life gets easier. It's just that you get stronger because the more experience you have, the the better you are to be able to handle a situation. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. I think like, a lot I don't, of relate to that. Are there any like hard trials in your life that you, you can use as an example right now? Um, Not necessarily that I would give an example, but like every like, periods in time where it's like you know you can say like a bunch of stuff on your plate essentially but you know you kind of learn how to manage it throughout you know like we say creating a schedule and time blocking and all this other stuff talking to someone and i think that helps a lot yeah i don't i, I guess that makes sense it's just really i don't know man like do you have you ever become cold-hearted in this sense? like after you've done with something you've dealt with something difficult in your life like, you become that person for a period of time. Like, you could become like that temporarily. Maybe temporarily. Never for, like, a long period of time. Yeah, so, like, what is that like for you? Um, I couldn't even tell you, to be honest. I think, I don't know. I think like it's just, like, a mindset that people have. I think, honestly, though, it's just better to be more ambitious. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I don't know. I've, I, I, there, there are periods in my life where you know I just, I get off the grid. Like I've been even told this by people, but I, I literally like I'm, I don't answer phone calls like ninety five percent of the time. Like I'm just, I'm not there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if there, I, I feel like that if you need a, a week, two weeks, three weeks just to be alone, like deal with your own shit and then figure that out, it's better than inflicting that on other people. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be someone that's negative to be around. And just dealing with it on your own, you're able to prevent that, and you're able to you're able to become someone that's better. And then it, it gets really hard at times, of course, but you know you realize like you have to do this. And honestly, I I think that becoming cold hearted is it's not necessarily a bad thing at all. Like I don't, it's you can you have to choose, you have to be selective of who you're cold hearted around. Like if if it's someone you don't like, you know, yeah, like you you should be doing that. But if it's someone because like dude, in your opinion, do you think it's better to be someone that's like like you're around someone you don't like and you're around you're being really like fake you're being really nice to them when in the background you just really despise them or is it just better to be like an ass to their face i don't think neither i don't think you should be with them at all this is what we said cutting well, like, out- let's say you have to see them you know what i mean like there are certain situations in life where you just you have to be around these people that you have a problem with you're probably better off being fake in, like, the time that you have to see them because, like, there's no need to cause any problems then. Like, 
I feel like if it's like a means back to them, that's going to cause problems. Like you're better off just like dealing with them in whatever like least problematic way you can, and then just like not talking to them otherwise. If you want to cut them out, yeah. I mean, I guess, man. It's just, mm. so, so, I don't know. Have you have there been periods in your life where you've just you just shut out the rest of the world, like where you've just been alone? I guess. Uh, short periods, but like I like I must like I like to talk to other people, so not for too long. But if I need to, I will. I don't know. I feel like that when you're alone, like there's this solitude that comes with it, and, and it's just kind of peaceful. It's like what Tom Hardy said, like you know how being alone for a while is really dangerous because you start to realize how peaceful it is, and then you don't really want to deal with people anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I feel like that would depend on the person, but I can see why people would say that. Bro, Devin, you got to get deeper with these, man. What are you doing? I don't really have much of an opinion on this. It's like, it is what it Dude. is. Oh, my God. It's pretty much like face value. I'm trying to, like, get dig deep here, man. Like, you got to, like, get deeper. I don't know, dude. It's, it's, these are all, like, face value things. Like, people can, like, see this wherever they are. You know what I mean? I don't need to elaborate on it too much. What? <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to go deeper with these, man. Nah, bro, we're good. We're at 35. 37. No, you got Okay, so anyway, just moving on. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I just, I don't know. I feel like that when you're alone, like you, you learn to do things better, right? Because you're, you're in control. Like you have no distractions. You don't have to tolerate anything. You know what I mean? Like that's why they have these in the dark challenges for six months. That's why. What's you that? Know, in- you know that? In the, I've heard of it, but I don't know exactly what it is. You ever hear of those motivational videos? They're like, if you, what would happen if you spent a year of your life alone just working on yourself? Who would you become by the end of that year? Those type of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like you can't really do, like, can you really ever do that? I mean, I'm sure you can. You could, but do you think, a lot of people think reality, but others say that it's right. Like, it's that you should so what is your take on that? I don't think – I think it could – I think it could become toxic. But if you need to – I mean, you know, I think you can do self-improvement in other ways without it becoming toxic. That's what I would say. Like, if you're, like, ignoring everyone, then nobody's even going to want to talk to you. So then what's the point of doing all that? If you're going to improve yourself and you come back into, like, the world, I guess you could say, nobody's going to be like, hey, like, you're back. Like, where have you been? Like, no, like, nobody's going to do that. So – it could become toxic. Honestly, I think it's what you make of it. Yeah, it's... Uh, hmm. What's it called? I don't know. I feel like that's part of the really dark side of self-improvement, man. It's... I guess see, it's... Self-improvement shouldn't have a dark side. Like, you know... Well, there, it, dude, there is, man... There, there, it shouldn't there is. There shouldn't be a, a dark side. It's, it's self-improvement. No, like, dude, it's just when you're not on self-improvement, you have no clue how better your life can be. But when you enter self-improvement and you realize all the problems that are going on in your life and you realize you have the power to change them, but you do not, then y- your life is going to get worse because it's when you realize that you can change your life, but 
you do not have the mental capacity, the mental strength to woe yourself through it and be consistent. And that's why a lot of people, they just start to question themselves when this happens. And you, because you feel a lack of purpose, you feel that the own awareness that you've developed because you're on self-improvement, you're realizing that not taking action is killing you mentally because you realize that your life could be this much better, but it's not because you don't have the mental strength and discipline to get through it. I don't think self-improvement has to be like a gate that you have to walk in and walk out of like in order to do. You can self-improve every day without being like so bound to but it. But when I you're improvement, that realization that but like, you're, you're not on it, you're not doing everything you can to better your life, doesn't that just destroy you? No. If you're taking, you're not helping out at all here, no, man. What are you doing? If you're taking steps to improve your life, then that's good. You should be taking steps to improve your life. You can't do everything to improve your life at one time. Take steps, and then step will lead you to better, more steps, higher places, and you'll become even better. That's what I would say. It's just, hmm. I don't know. I feel like for every single guy, there, there has to be a period in his life where he's alone. Do you agree? No, I think... Why? Well, okay. I mean, I feel like everyone tries to self-improve at different points in their life. So, I feel like you don't necessarily have to be alone. But, um, you know, I, I everybody's pretty much always trying to self-improve. People really? Should, okay. I, think everyone, I, don't, I don't think so. Okay, not necessarily, but I think everyone can self-improve at just like every day. You know, you don't have to be so bound to it. Like either you're like you don't have to be like oh I'm on self improvement or like oh I'm not on self improvement. Like you can just self improve little things every day. No, I feel that every single person there's a period of their life where they are really focused on themselves, and that's always after some sort of traumatic event. Maybe they had a traumatic childhood. Maybe they're getting over a bad breakup. Maybe they're going through addiction, right? And because of that pain catalyst, they're they're at a point in their life where they're continuously grinding their ass off from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to sleep. And that's because that they're putting all that anger, all that, all that trauma they went through into, into these events, into every single day. They put that into their work because they want their life to be that much better. That's why there are people that say you, that, that there, there's a difference between being hungry for success and being starving for success and being, wanting success as bad as you want to breathe and just staying in your head and talking to yourself about this time in your life, which is for a lot of people, some of the most difficult times in your life, because no one has ever achieved something great without going through a shitload of pain. And, you know, like a lot of these battles, they're, they're self-drawed, they're heartbreak, they're worries about the future. And just this period in someone's life, they're going to shape that person into the person that they will become in the future. Because like when you're going through these hard times in your life, when you're losing these battles in your life, that is what shapes you as a person. It's not the wins that you in your life. It's the losses that shape you into who you are because they make you a better person because of it. And like for a lot of people, the thing that scares people the most is failure because they feel that they're never going to get out of the rut, the, the bad situation that they've been in. And to avoid being a failure like they were in the past, they start overworking themselves until they realize that they are not the same person they were before doing all this. <laughs>